The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. Please join with me in a word of prayer. Good and gracious God, thank you for this day, for the many blessings that you shower upon us as the faithful God you truly are. We pray for your blessings upon this meditation and that it may be applied into our lives as we seek to be your faithful followers and trust in your faithfulness to us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Please be seated. Our theme for today is God is faithful, and it's based on Psalm 100, verse 5. Take a look at this video or picture. It is a reminder to us that this is the weekend also for opening fishing. Well, you know. Anyway, but uh, is God's faithfulness endures through all generations. When we are so blessed to be located so close to the lake, sometimes it's easy for us to take the lake for granted. Sometimes it's easy for us to take all of the blessings that God showers upon us for granted. But God remains faithful. We are celebrating our 75th anniversary. And as we are celebrating the 75th anniversary of this congregation, we think about the men and women who gathered together before December 3rd, 1943 to worship our God. Looking forward to establishing the congregation we are a part of, South Shore Trinity Lutheran Church here in White Bear Lake. They gathered together as faithful believers, trusting that God had brought them here for a purpose, to grow in their faith, to share that faith, so that others, too, might believe. People like us, who gather together this day, 75 years later, to thank God for His faithfulness. His faithfulness that endures, it will last forever and ever. Now, the word faithful is, of course, part of this word of faithfulness. I thought it would be helpful for us to take a look at the definition that Merriam-Webster has in their dictionary. There's five different definitions. The first one is actually obsolete. But I put it up here because I think it's helpful for us to use that definition because it means full of faith. And that word faithful is part of full of faith. All you got to do is rearrange a few of those words, right, and letters. But it's also to be steadfast in affection or allegiance, to be loyal. Also, firm in adherence to promises or an observance of duty to be conscientious. But then there's also that faithful part when a person has given an oath. It's given with a strong assurance. It's a binding matter. And then something is faithful when it is true to the facts or to an original a lot of definitions, a lot of different ways that we can use that word faithful as we think about ourselves, as we think about God. Did you notice in the first two 
hymns we sang today that the word faithful was used as an adjective. The first one was Jesus' disciples being called faithful followers as they went with him as he was about to ascend into heaven. The one we just sang, it says that Jesus was entrusted to the care of faithful friends. Wonderful ways to think about those disciples as faithful. So you are Jesus' disciples. Are you faithful? Faithful as Jesus' disciples were faithful? It's a thought for us to think about this day. How faithful are we today to our God who loves us so? Now, as I was thinking about what it means to be faithful, I thought, well, what are some things that are faithful? What are some people, perhaps, that are faithful? In fact, what maybe has the name faithful in its name? How many of you been to Yellowstone and seen the old faithful geyser? There's a few of you out there. I haven't seen it, read about it, heard about it. I understand that old faithful is not as reliable in always appearing as it is said to appear every 48 minutes. It's always close, from what I understand. But it doesn't mean that it is always there punctual on time. But nevertheless, it has a name, and there's a lot of people that go there to see Old Faithful as a geyser. Now, some of you might also have a dog or have had a dog that was faithful. Now, in our family, we've had a lot of different dogs, but there was one dog that my wife and I had that was our first dog, and her name was Heidi. She was faithful. That dog laid next to my bed ever since I, we got her. Actually, I went and found her that very first night that I visited with some family in New Buffalo, Michigan. After we moved to our home in, in uh, Zion and Mora, it was a parsonage, and it didn't have a fence, but our home in New Buffalo did. And so when we got to our home in Mora, there was no fence around the yard. And so I told Heidi, I walked her all the way around the yard, and I said, Heidi, this is our boundaries. You can't go out of them. And she did that for 14 years. Well, 11, actually. But what a loyal, what a faithful dog that she was. Perhaps some of you have memories of faithful dogs. Although there were times where Heidi wasn't quite as faithful, especially when she had a squirrel treed. And I said, you've got to come in, Heidi, and she wouldn't come in. Let that poor squirrel get away. But what does it mean to be faithful, to be loyal? And then, of course, we think of the Marines, right? Semper Fi. Semper Fidelis, Latin words, mean always faithful. 
They take an allegiance, they take a loyalty, they take a binding oath to be faithful to defend our freedoms. Well, there's another place that you and I can go to today besides all of these other illustrations, and that is to the Bible. In the Bible, there is a chapter that is specifically identified as the faith chapter. Anybody remember that off the top of your head? Sitting there thinking, I know Pastor Dan knows. I'll be kind. Put it up there for you. The Hall of Faith. Hebrews 11, verses 1 through 7. Can you identify all the different people up there? You know we've seen pictures of all of these different people, right? Iris descriptions of who they may actually be. But let me tell you about some of the different people that are, are up there and identified in Hebrews 11. Think of Noah. Noah, we are told, was faithful because God told him he's going to send a flood, and he said, I want you to build an ark to save your family. And he did. Do you remember the story about Abraham? Abraham was called by God to leave his homeland and go to this land that God was going to send him to where he would give him an inheritance. And Abraham, full of faith, left his home, and God promised him this land where he lived. Do you remember the story about his wife, Sarah? Sarah and Abraham were promised by God that their descendants would be as numerous as the stars in the sky, the sands upon the seashore. Abraham thought his servant Eliezer would be the one because they had no children. And then when God didn't seem to come along as faithfully and as they thought he should, Abraham's wife said, Hagar should have a child, and she did. Then when an angel of the Lord came and told Abraham, that Sarah would have a child even in her older years. Abraham laughed. Later on, angels came again and said, Sarah would have a child. And Sarah overheard it. She laughed. But God was faithful. God provided them. Abraham and Sarah are both mentioned in Hebrews chapter 11, for the faith that they believed in God. And then there's Moses. Moses was also one that God promised to send to Egypt, where he would ultimately deliver his people. And there are so many other people that are identified in the Bible, in Hebrews 11, described as acting by faith. By faith because God gave them this faith. God gave them this trust in Him to believe that things could be done that they believed were impossible. But God gave them that faith. God gave them that trust. And God provided for them as He said He would. 
But as you think about these people, do you think about the times when they really didn't trust in God? When they took matters into their own hands? Do you remember Abraham who took his wife Sarai and they went down into different lands and because he was afraid of the people who ruled those lands, he said, tell them you're my sister. Which was a half-truth, if you will. He did it for convenience. He was afraid. He didn't believe God was going to really take care of him. And then there's Moses. How often did Moses fail to trust in God? So many other illustrations that we can think of, of people who, finding themselves in difficult situations, find it hard to really trust in God, to find God to truly be faithful, to provide, to care for them as He promises. How about you? Do you ever find it hard to trust in God? Find it difficult in situations to really believe that God is faithful and that He will help you through? I know I find it in my own life. There's any number of situations where I know, I know God is faithful. I know God's promises endure forever. I know God will be with me, but, but my sinfulness leads me to doubt and often to act in ways that are not pleasing to God. But that does not mean God is not faithful, that God will not be there to help me or to be there to help you as God continues to be there to help us because he is faithful. Think of the creed we're going to be speaking in a little bit. In the Apostles' Creed, we break it down into three different articles. The first article is all about God the Father. Martin Luther describes how God provides for us with our food and our homes, and our families, and so much more. And he still takes care of us. Second article talks about Jesus, the one who came as God the Father sent him to suffer, to die for you and me, for those times that we lack that faith, for those times we do turn away from what God would have us do. And how he not only died on that cross to pay for all of our doubts and our sins, but he rose from the dead to show us that he had indeed died that we might be forgiven. Forgiven. And then he ascended into heaven as we celebrate today. Yet he remains with us as he said, I'm with you always to the end of the age. And he promised to send us the Holy Spirit and that Holy Spirit is here with us 
Our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. God lives inside us. God continues to provide for us, and He will never leave us, and He will never forsake us because our God is faithful. Today, we have an opportunity to bring forward to God our estimates of giving. Our estimates of giving are simply acts that are a promise of faith. A faith that God will provide for us as he has in the past. We put forward percentages as we seek to give in response to God's blessings. We don't know if God's going to give us more than he's given in the past or if he's going to give us less. But we seek to faithfully give in response to the blessings God has given to us. Our stewardship board and I seek to help you to manage everything that God has given to you, not just your finances, but your time and your talents, as God directs us in the scriptures, including our technologies. And God is faithful. He continues to provide as only our faithful God truly can. There's a story in the Bible in Luke 16 where Jesus tells a parable about a man a man who was a dishonest steward, a dishonest manager, who was not faithful to the owner in taking care of everything that the owner had given to him. And the owner knew that this man was not to be trusted, so he said, you've got to give an account for what you have done. But before he did, he brought in all the people who had owed his master some items, and he reduced what they owed so that they who had owed so much, would find him to be someone that they owed much to. So Jesus gives us an illustration as he explains this parable. He says, he who is faithful in a very little thing is faithful also in much. And he who is unrighteous in a very little thing is unrighteous in much. Our God is faithful. And he does provide. And he will provide for you and for me because he is faithful. He's declared us to be righteous in his sight because Jesus Christ has forgiven us all our sins. And so today and every day, we seek to be faithful. We seek to know that this God who loves us will always be there. And when we fail to be faithful, when we do fall short, our God remains faithful. He will forgive, and he will be with us always. For his faithfulness endures throughout every generation. May God make it so. Amen. The peace of God which passes our human understanding, guard and protect us in the Christian faith unto life everlasting. Amen.